Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account who says, My girlfriend, 26 female, had a sudden change of heart after six months of what was an amazing relationship. And I, 27 male, don't know how to handle it. So, it's a bit of a long story for a short relationship, but I'll try to keep it brief. I met her one night at a bar and we hit it off instantly. We started seeing each other up to three times a week, then it went up to nearly every night. We couldn't stay away from each other, typical honeymoon period stuff. After about three months of this, she asked me to move in with her. At first, I had my doubts. This was way faster than I was anticipating, but she's the kind of person that doesn't make these decisions on a whim. So I reckoned she had thought hard about it. I thought I'd take the risk because if it isn't meant to be, I'm mature enough to handle it and move on with my life. Past experience has equipped me well with this kind of scenario. So I move in and everything just gets better both head over heels with each other and we both have very similar interests our lives transformed overnight we had more active social lives and, and when we were lazing at home we would discuss what other plans we had in mind we would talk hypothetically about the future we discussed getting pets i fell in love with her so very hard we traveled to geneva and crete together for holidays and they were both awesome we lived well together and we never had an argument and last week, she traveled away for a week to do some training for her new promotion. It's a big company, so most of her colleagues were there too. When she came back, it was Friday and her birthday. I spoiled her because I enjoyed doting on her. 26 red roses, one for each year of her life. A Swarovski bracelet, chocolates, and dinner at an exclusive restaurant in London. We get back at home that night and we have a talk. She feels confused. She feels under pressure and she doesn't know what she wants anymore. I assume she was just having cold feet and this would pass. Nothing we couldn't work on. But I've recently moved out of the flat to give her space anyway, on a trial basis. We were supposed to travel to Munich for a weekend soon and then travel to South Africa early next year. But now she's not even sure about that. Tickets are already booked and everything. Now I have no idea how to play it. I'm scared that if I give her too much space, she may just decide to call it off. If I fight harder to be in her life, I may push her the other direction. The optimist in me says that all she needs is space and time and things will come right once she realizes that what we had was special. The pessimist says that something happened while she was away that changed things. A drunken hookup? Discovering she likes someone else and is now tied down and can't do anything about it? I don't know and I don't really want to know, even if it would answer a lot of questions. 
She says she still loves me, but after a sudden change in behavior, I'm really struggling to believe that. We've never even had an argument before now. There was no way I could see this coming. She even says that I've done nothing wrong, but our communication has dwindled to a couple of texts a day. As cool as I'm playing it, I miss her terribly. I know it moved too fast and we got too comfortable, but I don't think that's a valid reason to potentially end something great. How do I fight for her? And I think that could be many reasons for this one. You know, especially the pressure and moving in too fast, everything that you explained. It sounds like you had a wonderful relationship at the time, but maybe it has moved too fast. And then you said that she went away for a week and when she come back, this is when it all started. So I can totally see why you would be worried about that as well. And I think the only way this is ever going to be solved is with solid discussion. I know you said you don't even really want to know, but it would answer a lot of questions. And I think that's what you need to ask. Sit down and just say, look, what is going on? Because you're up in the middle and I don't think, you know, your mind is going to rest until you get the answer for yourself. That would be me anyway. But let's cover a couple of comments and then we'll move on to the update to find out what happened, hopefully. So Laurie Bear says, is there any chance something happened during this week-long trip she went on? I just find that kind of suspicious is all. That all the problems start after she's gone for a week. Any chance she's cheated and now the guilt trip is making her unsure what to do. OP says, I also found it suspicious. That's why I asked her directly if something happened. She said no, just that she had time to think and she was reminded about what life was like before we met would explain a lot of her behavior if something did happen, but I'm fairly certain nothing did. She's not a good liar. Goat is my co-pilot says you moved in too quickly, which you already know. Just because you don't think there is a valid reason on your end means nothing. You did not know her well enough. Perhaps she does not handle stress and change very well. Perhaps she is just indecisive and this move-in thing was very impulsive. Perhaps she met somebody. The fact that your communication has dwindled means she is checking out the relationship. Perhaps this is temporary. There is no way to play it, especially since she did not identify a specific issue. Hope your reply is saying fair point. All I know is that whatever chance I have left, I want to make the most of it. It's just difficult to believe one's emotions can change so drastically in such a short time. But we just have to see how it goes. Thanks. And one more comment from Wingardium who says, Ah, this is so hard to answer. It really depends on the kind of girl she is, which is hard to tell. I'm the kind of girl who wants to be reassured, but I've met many who are quite the opposite. I think your best bet is to give her the space she needs, but not too much, if that makes sense. Are the two of you still on speaking terms, like, good morning, how are you, etc.? Hope he replies saying, yeah, we are. I've organized to have lunch with her on Friday. I don't want to talk about all this stuff necessarily because that's all we've really done since this weekend. I just want to have some fun and enjoy each other's company again. If I inevitably move out, I want to prove that it won't change the way I feel about her. So then OP went on to update the post, which says, so I'm writing this because I'm not sure what else I can do at the moment. I've come here to share my feelings as sort of cathartic release. When I last posted here, it was because I wasn't sure how to handle my girlfriend's sudden change of heart. I'd give anything to still be at that place. And here's the link. It's a long story, so I apologize for the long post in advance. As a quick recap, my girlfriend of six months went away for work. She was gone for a week. When she came back, I spoiled her for her birthday. Presents, roses, dinner at a great restaurant. 
At the end of the night, she told me that she was feeling overwhelmed and that she needed space. Very out of character of her because she was still texting me and telling me that in the first half of a week away. I was genuinely distraught that an amazing relationship was about to end. I had no clue why. But it gets worse. So much worse. I moved out and gave her space. I saw her once for lunch where she told me she wanted to go on a break. I convinced her that it would be a mistake, seeing as we hadn't even tried to resolve any issues yet and had only been out of the house for three days. I managed to get her to agree to dinner a couple of days later. Date night rolls around and she's ignoring my messages and calls. I wasn't being persistent, but I did earnestly try to get an answer from her as to whether or not I'd be seeing her. Not a word from her. I knew she had the flu, so I got a little worried but told her to get in touch when she was ready to talk. The next day, I get a message from her friend consoling me about my girlfriend and asking how I was. I thought she was talking about the relationship at first, but then I started to worry. I asked if my girlfriend was okay. I then got the call. She had been rushed to the hospital and was put straight into intensive care. She'd been diagnosed with meningitis, but they only figured out which strain it was a day or two later. Bacteria. That's why she wasn't responding to my messages or answering my calls. She was too busy fighting for her life. Fortunately, they got her to the hospital in time. They don't expect any brain damage, but will only know when she's able to hold a conversation, which will be a good couple of days, if not weeks, down the line. She got moved out of ICU yesterday, so she is improving which is the best thing out of the situation. Sadly though, when I got rushed through back to her flat, I knew her parents were staying there. They had some news to share with me. My girlfriend had been in touch with them, telling them she had decided to break it off with me only three days before she fell ill. She didn't give any reasons for her decision, so they asked me to move all my stuff out of the flat. I'd only moved out on a trial basis. They told me that they didn't want me seeing her. I'm not allowed to make contact with her while she's getting better and I only get an update once a week until this Friday. After that, I was told it's up to her to let me know how she is. I don't even know what hospital she's in. I still love her. My feelings have never changed throughout all of this, but it's the single most painful thing in my life so far. Knowing that she's so ill and knowing that I can't help or support her in any way. I know why her parents did it and I respect it, her health is the top priority at the moment. Obviously, I care whether we manage to work things out or not, but she comes first. And if my being around her will upset her, I need to stay away. As you can imagine, my head is filled with questions. The biggest one right now is, was she in the right state of mind when she made these decisions? As I know, the sickness can incubate for a couple of days, even up to a week before it all comes crashing down. It would explain the change in her behavior heightened anxiety, feeling confused about everything, particularly our relationship. I feel selfish for thinking these thoughts, but it's the lack of closure that's getting to me. If I knew for a fact that this is what she wanted, I could focus on moving on. But even if that was the case, how could I possibly leave her in a state like this? I've done everything I can. I've removed myself from the situation as much as possible. I've reached out to her friends and asked them to speak on my behalf when she asked where I am. Tell her that I still love her and that if I could, I'd be with her right now. And when she's ready to see me again, she'll get in touch. I just want her to be happy and healthy, whether that's with me or not. Apologies for the long post. And if you read it all, thanks for your 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Time. Edit. She's all right. She's been released from the hospital and is going back with her parents to recover. She still has a way to go to recover. She has a chest infection and they suspect liver cirrhosis as well. Some things I feel I need to clarify. I know that bacterial meningitis incubates three to seven days before someone needs to be hospitalized. I've clarified with several doctors. I'm not saying that her doubts were caused by this sickness, but more questioning whether her decision to end things without trying to work them out in any way may have been impacted by it. When I saw her two days before that, I thought that something was wrong but couldn't put my finger on it. Just assumed that her anxiety and the flu had put her in a bad place. She did only talk to her folks about it the day before being taken in. I've asked her twice about her cheating on me while she was away and her reaction didn't bring about any suspicion. So unless she's a pathological liar, I'm certain she was telling the truth. I usually have a good read on people and can pick up on lying fairly easily. As to whether she was actually in the hospital or not, there is absolutely no doubt there. Her father lives abroad and her mother lives six hours drive away. They are very straightforward people, so there's no way they would drop everything and come down just to help with some elaborate breakup plan. And her friends would never have been a part of it either. They are all morally minded people. She actually called me yesterday. She wanted to let me know how she was and apologize for everything that happened in the past week. I told her not to stress and not to apologize and that she's the number one priority and that she needs to focus on getting better. I gave her an opportunity to confirm the breakup without actually mentioning what her parents said and she didn't take it. We've agreed that she's still too weak to discuss the relationship so we're just hitting the reset button slash putting things on hold until she feels strong enough to discuss it. It would have been easier for her to call everything off right then and there but she didn't so communication is still open at least. And I know that the relationship will most likely end anyway, but at least you have the opportunity to think things through clearly. And I'll be able to get some closure. But for now, she just needs to rest up. I'm so incredibly happy that she's on the mend. That's all that matters. In terms of relationship, now I know she's getting better. It's actually easier to move on. I was just so worried about her that I forgot about myself. Now, I'm not even going to try and go down that medical route with the meningitis and stuff like that. I'm too stupid for that. But what some twists and turns in that one? What do you guys make of this particular story? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another one. 
Now, our next story is coming from the pro revenge category. I don't usually do a full pro revenge video, so I thought I'd just add it in here. Hope that's okay. Hope you join me for it. And it's from Jeremy R. Cook. It's a tree law story. Tree law, tree law. Say it with me. Tree law. <laughs> and it's titled EK chops down my tree and costs her 500,000 pounds or $700,000. It's been two years and I can finally post about this. This is juicy, so get ready. I'm ready. Background information. We live in an old and big manor that has been split into three attached houses. The houses are about 150 years old and were built around five huge giant sequoias, which were about 200 years old. In the UK, giant sequoias are very rare and, and the two in our garden up the house price by about 60,000 pounds. We live next to two really nice neighbors and one young couple and one old couple. The story. Unfortunately, our old neighbors passed away, so their child and the family moved in. Let's call her Joe. Joe was instantly a pain in the ass. We had been sharing chickens with the previous neighbors and Joe agreed to keep sharing them. However, on a night she would constantly forget to put them away, so we would have to check them every night anyway. One night, her little brats thought it would be funny to open our personal duck pen in the night which leads to a mass slaughter. Later, the chickens went the same way. About two years ago, there was a storm and one of her sequoias somehow fell over and died. They were distraught, understandably, but from then on, the jealousy started. She would constantly complain about how lucky we were to have two sequoias in our garden and how our sequoia was making too much shade in their garden. It wasn't. Anyway, we just thought it was Joe being a pain. There were a few dry threats, like they will chop it down or maybe the next storm, it will blow down until we came back from a holiday to France to find a huge six meter stump and nothing else. I mean, how the fuck do you get rid of a hundred foot tree in like two weeks? Two of our old British oak trees had been crushed as well. My mum and sisters were crying. My dad was red in the face and we had no evidence Joe had done it. She claimed there had been a storm and she had to get rid of it. We had a security camera at the front of the house, but you can get in the back if you go through a few fields. We then were given an £8,000 bill for damages to her property and to have the tree chopped up and removed the wood alone would have been worth a small fortune. We had lost all hope and two weeks had passed when my dad came running in from the garden. We had put up a wildlife camera a few months ago and had caught everything. We got a lawyer on the phone and started our revenge. We got a tree surgeon out who had said it was an original specimen brought into the UK in 1860 along with the two that were in Elvaston Castle Country Park. There were around 218 around the UK, but only 60 now. He also told us to call an engineer because the roots might be in the foundation, so when they rot, it might damage the house. Turns out we would need to redo the foundations. Then we took Joe to court and sued them for the damage to the property trespassing and lots of other small claims. The tree would cost 250k to have another sequoia that was 200 years put in and looked after. It's basically impossible. Plus the damage to the foundation which was 200k and the two oaks which were another 25k. So, with the smaller claims it went up to about 500,000 pounds, 700,000 dollars. They had to move out. And we have now paid off the mortgage, done a lovely loft and kitchen conversion, and have basically done up the house and garden, as well as plant a 60-year-old sequoia tree in the back garden. We also had our kitchen counter and table made from the old sequoia. 
we now have a new family living next to us who we share the chickens, ducks, and pygmy goats with. They're very nice and I make a fortune babysitting their kids. Sorry for the essay. Edit. Many of you wanted to hear about the court case, but she didn't stand a chance and as soon as we revealed the footage to her and her lawyer, she gave up. The people who cut the tree down gave us the countertops for free as a sorry. They were truly sorry. The neighbors had a second home, so they just sold the house and moved back to their smaller one. We feel bad for the old neighbors, but we do visit their graves because they were like family. I can't show the footage of the wildlife cam, but I can show the footage we got of the hedgehogs. Link. Didn't know where to put it, so they put it in r slash or, but we can show it here. Also, there was a storm, but the sequoia was unharmed, and that's what the video showed. Man, I absolutely love a tree law story, but I'm always shocked by the amount of money. I'm not saying that the trees aren't worth it or anything like that, but I'm always like, wow, they are worth a lot of money. I always find it like really surprising. And yeah, like the OP said, how the hell did they get rid of that tree so quickly? Crazy stuff. And Shiny Tiny Wonder is going to supply our wholesome story. It is a bit sad at the same time, I gotta say, but it's a heartwarming story in some way. So it says, my wife of 33 years was diagnosed with leukemia. She wanted to use the time she had left to create memories, which she did. She gave the grandkids the time of their lives. The last time we went out when she was well was when we took the motorbike for a ride to the nearby coast. We had stopped by to buy fish and chips and went on to the clifftops. Sitting in the tall native grass, looking out to sea, we suddenly saw a pod of orcas swimming up the coast, close to the shore. This isn't unusual, as it is their route from Antarctica north. But there were more than one pod. There would have been close to 50 or 60 whales, spread out over 4 or 5 miles. It was an awesome sight. On the way home, on a longish straight, I opened the bike up and rode quite quickly. As I slowed down for a corner, I expected the usual jab in the ribs for speeding. I called out an apology and she replied, I've got cancer, Dave. Fucking thrill me. Permission granted. I gave her the ride of a lifetime. She died shortly after that, but what a damn good memory. Ah, oh, bloody hell, that one set me off, but... Now I turn this video to you guys. What do you guys make of this? What do you think of today's collection of stories? We had a relationship pro revenge ending with a wholesome slash sad story as well. It certainly set me off. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today. Much love to you. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up. I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows. Okay. I know that's a damn. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.